0: This is a production of 1217 Media. What up, what up? Welcome to another episode of 94 Feet with Coach JT. As always, do me a favor, y'all, man, hit the like button, subscribe to the podcast. Um, also, visit 94feetwithcoachjt.com. Got the latest merch, got the updates, you know what I'm saying? She got a lot of stuff on the website y'all can check out. Uh, man, I'm going to jump right into this quick one, man. Uh, man, my guess is that also another fellow alum of the Auckland State University. He is currently the head coach of William and Carey College right now. Um, dude, I know him, I can say half my life. A uh, good, good guy on and off the field. Uh, Uh, in the classroom, in the world, but also he's very passionate about what he does. Um, Loves to to teach, loves to uh, basically mentor, and loves to work hard. Um, Known him for a while, seen him develop. He actually was one of my first, I would say first five guests on the show almost two years ago now already. And we doubling back, we doubling back for the second part. Coach Ryan McKenzie, what's up, Ryan? How you doing, man? going on. Glad to be back. Glad to man, be back. Preci- you know? Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. First off, before we get started, man, we got a shout out to, to, to the squad, man. Home team took care of business down in uh, in Jacktown over the over the, uh, the weekend, man, and um, definitely got it done. At the end of the day, like they say, man, you can lose them all, but you don't lose that one. You know there I'm you saying? go. Shout out to the boys uh, at Alcorn, man. But man, appreciate you taking time with your day, man. We talked already offline, bro, about the season for you right now as far as what you're doing. You're busy. Right. first off before you got you've been busy but i want to talk about the last time we talked you were there you were a coaching you know, of i believe what were your position coach uh as far as uh not this, well i had talk?
1: just came off of being wait a minute before i get into this i, I yes. have to do this Go ahead. because last time i was on, on on this podcast I showed my daughter she said you did not mention me you did not mention my sister you did not mention my brother so you tell that man the next time you're on there you better make. so i have to give a shout out to my kids Yeah, Jordan McKenzie, Riley McKenzie, and Raina McKenzie. So my three lovely kids, I love them to death. I gotta give a shout out to them because I'm gonna get in trouble if I don't.
0: Hey, shout shout out to the three man. Hey, we don't want no problems. Hey, pops, no, no problems. I got to shout out to the to the loved ones, man, for sure.
1: But yeah, of course, man. I've been really busy. Uh, making a transition from like like we talked about, making a transition from position coach to associate head coach. And then ultimately the head coach. Um, one of the biggest things that I can say that I'm experiencing is, um, as the head coach, you no longer make um, what they say is you no longer you no longer make suggestions. You make decisions. So it's, it's 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 a little different on the administration side when it comes to head coach. Still trying to keep it in the road and still trying to um, keep the pace and you know trying to make these these young athletes um,
0: as we can, you know. That's what's up, man. Hey, so I mean, I'm, I, can, I can imagine this has been one of your goals to happen in in, in your career. Uh, to the initial feeling, the opportunity, bro, to, to somebody to offer you the position like that. Because as you know, sometimes it's, you could be an assistant for life or whatever and you may not get an opportunity or get hired to be a head coach. When you get this opportunity, based off, I know, and you, your, your success is documented, you've been working, you've been putting together, but also to make it official. What was that initial feel like for you? Like, hey, this is an, uh, it's an amazing accomplishment for you, one, being who you are, but also being where you're from, but also the work you've put in, though, man. How, how was that feeling for you, man, to put head coach in front of or after your name?
1: Well, I'm, I'm going to go out on one I'm going to say this. It was a surreal feeling. Um, you put so much work in sometimes as a coach, and I'm pretty sure you know this. So much work in as a coach, you don't take the time to really accolades along the way. A lot of other people do. Like, we post about some things that we may accomplish, but at the same time, it, it really, as a coach, um, when you're in it, you're in the good of it, and it, you do it because you love it, most of us. Um, and to be honest, it, it was a surreal moment. And then I had to sit down one day with my athletic director, and uh, he was kind of quoting some things of the past, and, you know, program had been with uh, me and Coach Blake, because, you know, me and him was really close friends as we made this decision of building this track and field program, but then he, my athletic director broke some things down to me like and i found out in the midst of us talking i was the first ever i am the first ever african-american head coach at william Carey university so it was history and also so it's it's huge for me and um i don't really talk about it much but you know it, it made me feel really good and it, and it humbled me as a to, as a person to know that um william Carey university thought so much of me to they were willing the first of something in history so that was great
0: and I will say also this, what about the, how does it, I mean, i would say, I can imagine your peers like myself are definitely super pumped and proud of you. But what about the, the family aspect again, or the all court history or your, you know what I'm saying, your high school history about being a three sport athlete doing that stuff because it really pretty much the things like this happen because those things in the past have prepared you for this, right? So I'm sure you're making a lot of people other than yourself, like I said, and, and the kids happy at this point, man, um, to, to do that that should be a great feeling for yourself and i'm definitely giving your pops now as well as a friend of yours bro because i mean it's like as we know right it's been a long road this ain't nothing that just happened overnight you done put a lot of sweat and tears in that man um so congratulations to you you know what i'm saying and your family and yourself you know, and the kids man i would give a shout out to kids one more time man and
1: that's
0: why pops is busy so they may not want they wonder but pops is busy working because he's helping other people's kids as well right and that's something that everybody may not be able to do man but um right now going to the work frame for your season right now what type of structure just as a coach because i know other people may not know how much work it takes to put in for, for track as well um you still there my god there we go can you hear me you. there you go i got you we good we got uh, cut how much what is it like okay. stay, what is your days like just time wise give me a little bit of like a schedule like how much time is putting in right now to this thing as as you get repair for your season well
1: man, my days my days they, they turn into nights really quick. It's it's really, really a rapid thing because myself personally, I wake up every morning somewhere in between the, the four o'clock, five o'clock range and try to, you know, do some things for myself. You know, of course, my daily prayer in and then I get my day started and I try to do some working out for myself. And normally three days out of the week I have the team we're lifting in the AM, um five thirty in the morning for men and right at the six twenty um range for the women. And then we get the day started and we're back at it again in between one and five in the evening. So the days are really, really long, but you know, it takes that, you know, it takes the foundation. So right now we're getting ready to get into the, the heart of the the season. Our first meets December 1st in Alabama, uh, Birmingham, Alabama at the crossplex. So just building that foundation, getting my athletes, not only just mentally tuned, but physically tuned as well. And it comes with a lot, you know, because sometimes we bring in athletes of um the range of 18, 17 to the range of 20, 24, 25 years old. And, you know, we have to um, basically let them know what we're doing right now and the culture of the program and how we're trying to build it. And if everybody buys in, then we'll ultimately be successful. So it's long days right now, just pushing that towards them and also myself and keeping everything um, at, at bay to where we know we want to make this season. Of-
0: That's what's up. Uh- how would you say you worked on, as we know, as coaches and going from where we were athletes at one point, still athletes, right, but now you're coaching. How did you work on your communication skills? I'm learning that definitely in teaching classes and coaching how to uh, affect it, uh, communicate effectively, right? What are some things you do or what do you consider when talking to these new athletes or older ones or younger ones just to make sure? Because each of them communication skills could be on different levels, right? You want to find right. a ground to get something out or pull some things out. Then, what are some of your things that you that You use or how do your? What's some of your approach you may use to help you kind of do that well? Because I see a lot of students, kids, athletes. They draw to you. They not they, <laughs> they 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 pull that energy out. You pull the energy out of them. But what what works for you in that aspect?
1: Well, as a coach, you know we we all know that each athlete is 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 different. So sometimes you know a different type of uh, style of coaching you have to implement. Uh, but my base is the same. I'm a coach to teach from the heart, uh, teach from experience. And I'm also a coach that's willing to learn. So my thing is I always tell my athletes, I will never ask you to do nothing I wouldn't do. And I won't tell you to do nothing that I have. So that's one thing that it always grabs their attention because I'm an athlete myself. Yes. I'm saying I am. I'm not going to say used to be, I, I, I still can do the best of the best with some of them, but the biggest thing with me, uh, I coach from that, that standpoint. And I'm, I'm understanding, and of course I show empathy when needed. But I am very strict on that. Hey, if you come in here, and you're not working hard, and I allow you to, you know, settle less. Then I'm failing you as a coach. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing that we have to understand. So the days that you feel like I'm overbearing or I'm pushing a little, pushing you to the limit, I'm gonna do that. Um, because if I don't, I fail you as a coach, and if I let you sell mediocre, then what are we doing? So that's one of the biggest things i do and my tactic is to coach from the heart and i think they can see
0: that that's what's up man um and we talked about time and to start off a little bit and it's the effort energy but on the flip side as man as we know now when i know it's probably hard harder for you to do this or time it, it is very selective but when do you have time to either recuperate yourself or rejuvenate what do you do to maybe rejuvenate outside of you say you have a prayer the morning time to bring yourself some healing rejuvenation or some type of because as you know And I know you have a high motor like myself. When you go, you go. But also it's important, especially now, man, to put stuff back into your body, get some type of wrestling, you know what I mean? But what do you do for yourself yourself though as a coach to, to kind of revive and recharge?
1: We'll be right back with more 94 Feet with Coach JT.
0: You're an entrepreneur. You take risks. You're a trendsetter who stands out from the crowd. You're a business owner who makes more than just money. You make a difference sergeant branding firm exists to help you do what you do best change the world get everything you need to elevate your brand and have a professional website at sergeantbranding.com vicky cakes dairy-free
1: pancake and waffle mix is the heart of breakfast bring your family back to the table for good food and good memories shop now at vickycakesonline.com And now back to the show. Myself, I'm really big on, on my my um daily um men Of course I take my vitamins. Um I, I, I work out in the mornings, which gives me my energy to a lot of people think like, okay, you, you're working out at 4 a.m. and 5 a.m. How do you make it through the day? But actually that gets me prepared for the day because I hit the ground running at, at 5 30 when I see them. Most of my athletes are like, Coach, what are you, why are you on 10 this morning, man? What are you on? but the thing is you know I, I take my time in the evenings as well uh, I uh um, of course uh read my daily breads and things like that so i i lean heavily on christ within my own setting and i make sure that in the evening times i i sit back and sometimes i turn my phone off you know because our phones are like huge right now phones are a big distraction sometimes i turn my phone off and i just have some time to myself and i do some studying of my sport i do some studying of myself so some things of that nature it keeps me going um, and some days are hard, you know, some days are hard when it comes to this coaching aspect because we're put in a position to where now we're a leader and we have to make sure that we lead. And if our cup is not full then we can't pull out of a half empty one. So sometimes I have to take back and I have to just regenerate myself a little bit. Give me a little energy.
0: That's what's up, man. As we, uh, the holiday season approaches, man, and you have some athletes who, man, as we know too, right, going home, if you take it back for I me, mean, even though you, you know, you're in Mississippi native, but being an Alcorn, um, may not i'm not sure if during you guys have fall indoor season two forever winter season what was it like for you may not to be able to get home as much during the holiday season maybe let's say your first second year because i'm sure as you got older it got a little easier but maybe not getting home as much as you could what was that type of training like for you personally and then tell me how to, how do you deal with athletes who can't go home now that you know like oh wait okay i got to try to figure to give them type of comfort and type of make them feel welcome somewhere how is it how does that work for you
1: well as an athlete you know i was at Alcorn state university uh, i stayed with, um two hours away so getting home wasn't anything i had a car as a freshman i had a car all the way through my senior year so the thing was my freshman year getting friday's ball games you know being an athlete i was a football player getting back trying to walk around campus and at the games and high and all that kind of stuff so i kind of had uh, a home fetish my freshman year but once i kind of engaged in the campus life and and kind of pushed myself a little bit more it was my sophomore year junior year going home wasn't all that big because i kind of created that aura at all point and you know we had a home game on a saturday so it's like hey we're going to stay on the yard this weekend because we have a home game tomorrow southern's coming in grandma's coming in alabama state is coming in or whoever may be coming in so it's like yeah we're going to stay here and we're going to have that camaraderie so we're ready for that. so i kind of grew out of it now with my athletes it's a little different these days because now it's it's more so of um the, the the photo and the video and the capture of me being in certain places so they are a little different and we don't we don't have a football team here mm-hmm. so the weekends are not like hey we have a major football game coming up it's more so like what are we going to do this weekend of course we're in Hattiesburg Mississippi so it's a college it's a college city it's, it's enough to do for um for the young but at the same time that that atmosphere they kind of want to get away on the weekends and, and during the season, it gets a little trouble because you might want to run home and then run back if you're staying in the States. And then you have your internationals that, um, that are so far away from home and you know, they're trying to get accustomed to the way things work here. So we try to make sure we accommodate everyone. Like right now, we're on, we're on Thanksgiving break and, um, I have everything set up for them to to get dinner lunch throughout the day. And you know I have the track open today. We're gonna to go through a couple sessions here, so we'll try to make sure that we're trying to make sure everybody's okay. But it's kind of hard when that homesickness comes in. So we just try to push them on. and try to make it feel like a family-oriented vibe here, and um, we kind of get past it.
0: Nice. Will this be currently your second full season as a head coach? Yes. Second full season. Um, going into this 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 season, what are some, if you may, share some, some goals that you have for yourself, maybe as a coach? And as your squad, I mean, you, you're you responsible for a lot, of, a lot of young men and women uh, as well. So there's some things, some things personally you want to accomplish for yourself or work on to get better at, whatever you want to share. And then also just for the squad, man, because uh, uh, it's not, uh, I can see the work, the progress. You have a, a hardworking group. They, they mimic their coach. So now it's like, well, where do you, where do you go from here?
1: The biggest thing is to try to make sure that we're building on top of what we've already built. And that's sometimes hard because we've been really successful here. And you know, shout out to coach Blake um, Heckstrom, um, who was my counterpart as we try to bring this thing together. and we build a really great foundation. Now, often say it's lonely at the top, right? Uh, so it's hard to continuously put out um, some of the some of the greatness that we have so far, and we're not done yet and we're still going to strive to be better. Uh, but it's kind of hard to continue to stay where we are because we've been really successful. And I, I I can slide over for a minute and I can let you see some
0: <laughs> behind
1: me. Yeah, we've been national championship, runners up, runners up, runners up. So we've been nationally known um, for a couple of years now. So to keep that keep that going, I feel I have to take that and put that on my shoulders because as I just stated, Coach Blake and I both kind of got together and did this thing with Coach Diaz as well, who's um, our uh, – as well, he right in there with us. Um, can't not mention him. But doing this thing now, it's on my shoulders as the head. So on paper, you you Google William Carey University, I'm the head. So I wear that really heavy. So I would like for and and keep our our push going and I like to keep it moving forward. So there's some pressure on me because one of my biggest fears is failure. I cannot fail um, by far. And oftentimes, you can't say that failure is you don't get first place. At the same time, in my head, I, I that's my stride and that's my I gotta keep pushing forward and keep this team um, solid and keep the foundation and that's what I wanna do. So that's the biggest thing right now.
0: Yeah, that's that's what's up. So what is the what does the schedule look like for you guys coming up? I know you say you started coming up the indoors. So you got uh Birmingham is it Birmingham you say come December? And then uh, yeah. how many like indoor meets you guys have before you, you, you get outside?
1: Well, um I would say right now on schedule just probably around six, I think we have six indoor meets. We open up with Birmingham and then we come back in January and the first meet is at Vanderbilt. So um, nice SEC school, we get over there and get some good running in and it's an indoor meet. So we'll go out through our um, our indoor competitions and we finalize it with um, indoor conference at uh, in Gainesville, Gainesville, uh, Florida. And mm-hmm. then we'll open up uh, and, and start outdoor season. And you know, a lot of meet for one, I really wasn't accustomed to indoor running track uh, because traditional was outside nowadays. And I, and I can really commend some of our high school coaches and some of, um, some of our high school teams that are in the South now in Mississippi for one, they're really starting to push indoor season and that's making these athletes kind of step it up a little bit and they, they can kind of run with the best in other states. So I can commend them for that because now indoors starting to pick up in Mississippi.
0: That's what's up. Um- I'm sure. I'm, not, I'm. I'm. Yeah. You, you got to recruit too. So, how how stressful is that part of it? Because I mean, you got to re-look for, especially track. You you look for certain things, certain runners, certain. I don't know if it's a certain style, but how much of a uh, is it? Is the long checklist checklist for coaches as far as uh, recruiting for track athletes?
1: Yes, uh, recruiting. Well, recruiting right now. I would say recruiting is 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 a little different for all sports. Um, of course, you know, um, you're looking at uh, NCAA with the trans. Portal in which we don't have a transfer portal in, in NAIA, but it's 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 really different with recruiting now because on the pressure of the coach, you want to win right now. You know, you want to win right now, so you want to get the ready-made athlete. But one thing about me and my coaching staff, we really look at um, building athletes. You know, we 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 don't really go out to um, how do I want to put that? We don't really go out to seek the ready-made athlete. But if we if we get them course we will take them um but we are willing to also recruit in the rural areas to where you may have an athletic person that just doesn't know track mm-hmm. and it may take a year or so to you know to build this this lead and to getting accustomed to what track and field looks like but we'll take them. so that's what that's what recruiting but it's everybody's right now is is out to, to build their program and everybody's trying to be the best they can be and it's some great young athletes out there and it's enough for all of us, though, and it's, it's the niche of getting in and, and doing your due diligence as a coach and recruiting the right kids for your program.
0: At this point, man, you've been here for a while, man. Um, what keeps you going in this aspect? What, what makes you still push and go?
1: Well, I love it. I fell in love with this sport at Point State University, and I'll shy away from that for no one. I'll tell anybody this exact, exact same thing. I, I was not a track guy. I was a football guy, I was a basketball guy, a little bit of baseball, um, track and field, I did it because I was an athlete, and I fell in love with track and field at Alcorn State University, and I've never turned my head back, I, I love this sport, and I love what this sport can do for men and women, because this is one of the sports that really challenges you mentally and physically, and when you get through with this sport, if you really indulge in it after four years of college, I promise you, you can take on anything in the world.
0: That's definitely what's up, man. Man, man, I definitely appreciate you, my guy, tapping in. Uh, but I know at the first one, I asked what your triple threat was, right? In basketball, you know the drill, pass, shoot. But now i want to have to change like what three things now based upon the experiences um life changes life uh the the, the promotion three things that you yourself can hang your head on or your program had on let's 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 go there three things that people think when they see william k when they google that William K. and your name pop up in your school what are three things that people either can expect from your school or your athletes or your team going to this season right now
1: first of all you're going to you're going to say family, family. We, we are a family well I, I don't like to um to necessarily be, even though we have different events, individually in track and field, each person does their own event to make a team. So the first thing you're going to see is family. All right. The second thing you're going to see is foundation, you know, foundation and push, foundation and push. And lastly, you know, winners. We're winners. That's what we want to breed. We want to win and rather whatever level that is, we can win at the level of you being a, a athlete that comes in and gets better personally. We can we can move it up a little bit. And say on a conference level, we're winners, and of course, we want to chase national championships. So we're winners. And if you if you if you want to be a winner, and if you want to have a great foundation and be a part of a family, William Carey is the
0: place for you. Yeah, man. I get to know, man. I do got a couple kids right now. I'm actually on my team. I, they they love hoop, but man, Them boys can run, man. So I'm definitely gonna tap in with you seeing some film your way man at least spark something i don't know like i gotta do my part but it's i definitely want to help my people out but appreciate you coach i know it's time to get the work i'm gonna tap in with you best of luck this 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 season man keep doing what you're doing brother for sure man um man y'all heard here first from coach ron mckenzie head coach coach at william Carey, um in 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 hattiesburg mississippi tap in with him follow the show follow the team if you look interested in running track hit me up dm ryan if not we'll make the connection man anybody interested man we want to get people down there man you got to work hard. He going he to he pull it out of you. Believe that, man. All right, you heard it first. Coach Ryan, Coach JT. 94 Feet with Coach JT. We out. No doubt. Love. Thanks for listening to 94 Feet with Coach JT. Subscribe on iTunes, leave a review, and follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. This is a production of 1217 Media.